Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Loving Yourselves Completely. I hope you're not wearing white after Labor Day, and I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Oh, the holiday weekend. What a wonderful time. Always seems to go by so fast. Um, It seems like you blink, and it's just gone, and I don't understand, and I don't like it, and I want no part of it. Um, I did not do an episode last week. I was extremely sick. Um, I'm still fighting something and so hopefully I'm not like sniffling and hacking in your ear. (laughs) That's what I told myself last week. I'm like, I could do an episode, but like every five seconds I was sniffling and I was like, "Mm, let's not gross people out. So, (laughs) uh, so sorry if my throat is still a little scratchy. Um, my whole family got hit with some nasty cold, but of course, you know, we were all expecting it due to being back to school and things like that. Um, it's funny because my best friend, which is my son's, um, best friend's child, he's best friends with her child. Um, we all got it. So we were all like still hanging out with each other because we were all so sick and out of it. And I'm like, Hey, like let's do a sleepover. But FYI, like we have the sniffles and like sore throats, just letting you know. And she's like, yeah, totally. Um, us too. And I'm like, cool. Like, so we all like just kind of still hung out together because we were all still sick and but yeah we didn't care so much because our kids hang out at school every day so either way we were coming in contact with it um so yes that was my weekend and really just um you know I feel like when you have long weekends you have such high expectations for what you want to do and things you want to accomplish and I hope you guys got them all done I got my stuff done, thankfully, which I did not think I was going to get done. The only thing I did not finish was my son's room. Um, He wants more of like, okay, so I live in a log home and I have to wipe down the logs. I do it like probably once a month. I have to go through the whole house and wipe every single log. I try to go room by room to make it easier once a week. I try to rotate. Um, But anyway, so it was my son's room that I was doing the other week when he was at school. And as I'm looking around, I thought to myself, you know, he still has so much of like a toddler room. You know, when he was uh, younger, we did like the dinosaur theme and, you know, just super fun, like play chess and very colorful. And here I was thinking, oh my gosh, he's almost nine. And we're still playing with like these, like I was just looking through these decorations of his and I was like, maybe it's time I ask him, like, are you ready to decorate your own room like this was my style this was what I thought was cute and he's like oh my gosh yes and of course like most almost nine-year-old boys he's like video game style and you know I want like a gamer room and I was like okay like we can do that so I cleared out his entire room of everything that was like just like little kid like even though I know he is still a little kid but like you know like three four-year-olds like the the red, yellow, green, blue colors of his crates and like all those things. I'm like, now let's look for more neutral colors. And like, I found some like neon signs and like the video game controller signs, neon signs. Oh my God. It sounded like I was turning his room into a strip club. Um, no, like the video game controllers. I just found like a bunch of cool, fun things. So right now my living room is full of, um, on one wall, the, like all of his stuff. And as I'm sitting here looking at it all, I'm having a hard time um, 
thinking about getting rid of it and or even selling it or whatever like he has so many of these nice things but it was it's like the last of his young boy stage you know what I mean like obviously he's still a young child um but I don't know how to explain it I'm sure any mom out there is 100% nodding her head right now like yes like the last of that that sweet innocent didn't talk back just like little fella you know and the the last of my input in his room and now it's all his input things he picks out um so it is it was like a weird it's like a weird feeling right now I told myself today I was going to take pictures of all the signs and post them to sell um and because you know they're all good things like I did my hobby lobby thing and all this stuff and he's like oh no mom like there's merch from a video game I like get this merch and I'm like merch like (laughs) I'm just like it's so strange for me because I like told him I'm like let's go to this store this store this store he's like no 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 like these people on the YouTube videos I watch like go to their website I'm like website like for what (laughs) anyway so and it does. I feel like home cleaning plays so much into our mental health. Of course, you know, like even when I cleaned out his room um, the other week, like I said, to wipe down the logs, I caught myself in there like cleaning his actual room. Like I was making his bed and I was putting his things away nicely and kind of sorting them. I went through his dresser and like got rid of some old clothes and I felt sad, but I felt so much better at the same time that I'd gotten rid of things that were no longer in need. And it really struck something with me of how much our mental health ties into our well-being with our home. Like how well our home is kept is hand in hand with um, our mental state in the moment. I know for me, that's a big deal. Like this for me is a big deal. Um, So this episode, I want to talk about all the things in your home that's just between you and your household and where you stay or even just your bedroom, um, how it ties into your well-being and and your progress into your mental health and loving yourself and making sure that you hold yourself up to the highest of standards with what you surround yourself with. So, all right, let's get into it. It's funny because growing up, you know, my mom did all the magazines and all the like home magazines and all these things, but she was never big into, um, she worked a lot. She was never big into like decorating and like the organizing and the cleaning out space. And I'll never forget as a, as a kid. And this was what was funny with my son's room as a kid. I remember vividly her coming into my room and laying on my bed. And at this time I was obsessed with the <laughs> with Lizzie McGuire and I used to have all her little cartoon versions of herself like the vinyl and I like not vinyl um the what was it like the peel and stick but you could re-stick it what is that anyways I used to have all her little character bubbles like on my mirrors and on my dresser and things like that and my mom came to my room one day with the JC Penney's catalog and she laid on my bed and she said hey I was thinking, what if we redid your room or something? And this was like out of left field for me because there were no like themed 
bedrooms really like you had like posters of NSYNC and Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys and like all the things and I was like what do you mean and she's like like I've circled some things in the JCPenney's catalog and I remember it was like this beautiful like flower duvet and all these things and I was so excited um to do it and I circled everything I wanted and we we didn't get to it um and obviously that's fine, like whatever, but it was such a vivid memory for me because I was like so excited to like have this space for me um, in my style and it was like a Lizzie McGuire, like the colors, the purples and the greens and it was very um, themed. We did not end up doing it, but it was like a core memory for me of her coming in there to address my space and what I was living in and just like I remember thinking oh my gosh it's gonna be so organized I had these bins picked out of these flowers and like all these cool things and that stuck with me that it never got done again it's fine there's no grudges there's no sadness um it was a bedroom it just I think it stuck with me because um when you're when you're growing up like your room is your safe place you know, it's supposed to be, I hope it is. Um, your room is your safe place and what is around you is, is yours. Like that's the only thing in your home growing up. That's like that you feel like this is what I'm in control of. You know, do you remember like rearranging your room and you felt like a brand new person? Like you wanted to constantly keep shutting the door and reopening it. And you felt just like, ah, or sometimes you would, um, after rearranging your room, you would wake up in the middle of the night and you would almost have a freak out because you're like, where am I? Because your bed was facing a different way. But then you realize, you know, uh, where you were and what had happened and you rearranged and it all clicked within seconds. And you're like, ah, but waking up was different. And you just felt this sense of accomplishment in your room when you did things to it, whether it was um, rearranging it, redecorating it, just picking out items for your space. That was so important. In, and, I, and I feel like our self-development. And so today, it was really clicking with me what I had been going through these last couple months. So oh, a, a short rundown is my husband got a new job, a great new job offer. It's amazing and it's the best choice for our family. And so with our health insurance, we had to be very strategic So we paid for up to a certain amount and got covered for a certain amount, but we were without coverage for two weeks. And now that doesn't seem like a long time, but of course, little short story, within those two weeks, my son, I told you, was extremely sick. And we did two urgent care trips, one ER visit, and then he did a doctor's appointment for (laughs) follow-up. And I just thought to myself, of course, within these two weeks, like, of course, this is happening. (laughs) Again, it's fine. He's my child. I would literally live in a box if it meant keeping him healthy. Um, But I I always joked with them. I'm like, you just really want all my money. Like, that's really what you're what you were born for. You just want to take all of our money. But anyway, so while we were going through um, his job transfer and it was summertime and all the things, I hadn't been doing my um, my therapy, you know, week to week. And I found myself nervous 
for for the first time in a while. Like I was I was nervous and I, I couldn't place it. I was, you know, doing my steps of trying to find why am I nervous? Um, this is just somebody who reassures me of choices and decisions or tells me, you know, how to handle choices and decisions. But I wasn't nervous in the sense that I didn't think I could do it. It was more so I didn't, it was like that backup. It was that backup um, cushion almost like that you needed when you're going through a hard time and a transitioning time in your life. And we were, we were transitioning from one job to another from summertime going from this grade to this grade and him being gone all day to me being home all day and him being home all day. And um, it was all these things. So what I found myself doing this summer was I told you guys kind of like redoing my space in my home. And I feel like um, that was what was tying me into my mental health and keeping me healthy. I would, I made a list. So it's funny because when I made this list, I laughed at myself. I literally laughed out loud laughter of this list I made. And I'm looking at it right now. And it was in my notes on my phone. And I mean, it is, it is extensive. Like this list has so many things on it from rooms. I would, I categorize them by rooms. I would put like, you know, bathroom, our room, kitchen, pantry, coat closet, living room, uh, laundry room, game room. Like I put all of these rooms in their own categories and down to what drawers I wanted to organize, I put in there. Down to like staining my window trim, like the smallest, most tiny details of my home, I put on this list. And you could scroll for a good 30 seconds and you were barely at the end. Like it was um, a crazy list. And I thought to myself, okay, so I will always have something to do. And I, I did. I wanted to keep myself busy because what what else was I going to do? You know what I mean? Like I play with my son. He does his friend play dates, you know, and, and he wants to go to grandma's house and all these things. And now I am in charge of what do I do when we don't have, you know, schedules and homework and after school activities and all this stuff. It was just basic life now. So I started in one room and I worked my way through. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I was going to get this list done. Um, but I found myself, after each accomplishment, crossing it off on my list on my phone. Um, I would like do the font with the line through and I was like, ooh, look at me, I'm so fancy. <laughs> and I would get so happy about what I did. And I felt like this kid again, like even going through... So in my kitchen, I did like the junk drawer, the dreaded junk drawer. Everybody has one. Everybody knows about it. It's obnoxious. It's annoying. Nothing in there belongs in there, but everything needs to be in there. <laughs> like, it's so annoying. And so you want to organize this space for yourself and do all these things to take control over your home. And so that's what I was doing. I was taking control over every room in my house. And at the beginning of every day, um, when I would get started, whenever whatever our plans were, when I had my moment to myself and I would start, 
I tore everything apart. I emptied every dresser. I emptied every closet. I went under beds. I went through cabinets. Like every cabinet in my kitchen and drawer, everything was laid out on the floor. Like I went through everything. And I ended up getting rid of, I think between um, the three rooms, my three main rooms, which were my son's room, my room, and oh no, four my coat closet and my kitchen, I probably end up getting rid of 25 garbage bags full of things. And oh my God, (laughs) like just the thought of how much stuff I got rid of, how many things I had accumulated, um, how many things that I could give away or had doubles of or things like that, that I just didn't need or use or somebody else could use. I just got rid of it and my space was now a space where I knew where everything was and it was clean and fresh and I redid it or repainted or I um, got new and it just, it felt good. So then I became in this routine, which, you know, every day when I would take my son to school, my routine was already, you know, wash the dishes, make the beds, clean the bathroom, tidy up the living room. Like, and that stuff only took me like 30, 45 minutes because I did it every day, sweep the hardwood, like I would you know, I have two dogs, so you have to sweep every day. Um, so I would do all these things, but yet I would always look around and go, but my space is still cluttered. Like my home was clean, but I felt like my space was cluttered, like behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever look at your home and you go, oh, if somebody walks in right now, my space is clean, but my cabinets, my junk drawer, my closet, almost like your mental health. Like I would picture it like that. Like I'm smiling, my clean space, I'm smiling at people, but if they knew what was going on in my mind, in my cabinets, um, it wasn't good. So that's how I pictured my home. And I would start going through cabinets and all the things. And and now that I did that, I, I do, I feel wonderful. And of course, like we all know, we can do this a million times. And Within a year's time, you'll have to do it again, I feel like, because nothing stays the way you want it to. But always creating projects for yourself um, to keep yourself busy if you're home or you don't work and things like that. Or even after work, if you find yourself um, wanting a project to declutter your home and declutter your mind, I feel like it's a really good idea and you don't realize the impact it has on you until it's done. I I know I didn't. These were just goals I'd set out for myself because I'm one of those people that always needs a goal. I always need um, something set up for myself or I feel like mm, I'm bored. I get bored very easily. I always need to be moving. My dad always laughs at me because I call him every night around like eight o'clock He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I just sat down for the first time today. And he's like, what do you mean you just sat down? I'm like, I'm just always, I'm always doing stuff. Like even when I record these episodes, like me sitting down, I'm like looking around my home, like, oh, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to do A, B, and C. And it kind of distracts my brain for a minute. I'm like, no, get back to what you're doing. Almost like, uh, I love just doing things. I love staying active. I love moving around and reorganizing and um, just keeping my space, keeping my space the way I want my mind. I want everything to have a place. And I tie that in with mental health so much all the time. I need, you know, just as well as your 
oven mitts have a place in your kitchen, your childhood trauma needs a place in your mind. As much as your forks, knives, spoons are separated in that drawer, so does your family relationships, your friendship relationships, and your work acquaintance relationships. You know, like everything has these small dividers in your mind, in your heart, in your home. And I always joke with my mother-in-law, she was redoing, um, oh, she was redoing her bathroom and she called me and she's like, oh, Sarah, it's just driving me crazy, you know, having my bathroom under construction. And I told her, I'm like, I know it feels like, like a messy home is a messy mind. Like you can't focus on anything. You can't, um, process much information when your home is out of order because it makes your mind out of order. Even when we were, um, so I told you guys, we ripped up the hard or the carpet in our living room and this beautiful hardwood was underneath it. Now we had this hardwood picked out at the store and in my head, I was like, okay, we don't need that hardwood. Do I cancel the order? Because this big, huge order of hardwood was out for us. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to have it placed or not. Now, I had canceled it about halfway through ripping up this hardwood floor. And I was kind of in a panic. And as Brett was going through pulling out staples and telling me like, oh, yeah, like all we need to do is, you know, sand and do the, oh, God, I'm so bad with this stuff. The seal, like it's like a sealant, you know, because it's hardwood floor and we needed to protect it. Um, Anyways, I was like, I need to sit on the couch for just a moment. (laughs) I took a picture of the chaos happening around me and I sent it to my best friend and I was like, I know this is what I wanted, but I am freaking out. Like I am freaking out. And she kind of like calmed me down a little bit. She was like, no, you've got this. Like, this is going to look great. And it wasn't so much about how it looked. It was um, change. Change for me has always been the hardest thing even in past relationships that I got out of that I knew I shouldn't be in I debated going back because I was like oh my god like what I I don't like this new space I'm in I don't like um this new routine I'm creating for myself I had to stay strong with stuff because I am a routine kind of person and when I see change instantly I go oh no what if this is a bad change like what if this is not a good one but I'll tell you what, most changes along the way in life are usually good ones because you you make the choice to do them at the time in your life I feel like you need it most. And as long as you stick through with it, it usually ends up very well. Even so, I with my closet I was cleaning out, I put that off until the very last thing I needed to do because I knew getting rid of my clothes, um, which I, it's funny, getting rid of like, To me, this sounds so crazy, but like I said, I tie my home into my mental health all the time. Like I really do. So cleaning my closet out with my clothes that I knew I needed to get rid of, that to me was letting go of the hard people for me, you know, family or certain friends. That was letting go of the things that I thought, maybe I'll go back to it. Maybe it'll fit me again. Maybe... Um, I can find a different way to work this shirt in. And it might sound silly to some, but I really do. I tie it in with that stuff because it helps me mentally prepare for these things in life. So as I, I got rid of seven garbage bags of clothes, seven, 
that was mind blowing to me. I've only ever gotten rid of like one or two at a time when I would do this process. Uh, But I got rid of seven and there were things in there that yes, that still had tags on them. And yes, they were clothes that probably I could wear to the next wedding or whatever. And I thought to myself, no, I'll just buy new. Like I'm not ever going to wear this again. I keep holding on to it as if this is going to benefit me. Just like I do with people. I would hold on to them thinking, oh, I better be careful because one day this could benefit me or one day this, they, they might be useful for me and want to, you know, be there for me. And no, like you will find new. This isn't your fit anymore. This isn't even your style. This isn't even in style, like, you know, and so, um, and that's really what I want to share today because just me going through this, which was a huge thing for me this summer between new jobs, new grades, um, no therapy for the first time in almost three years. Like it was liberating and I feel really good. And I'm still processing. So of course now we do have health insurance. We got it back about two weeks ago. Um, I I have appointments I need to make. Of course, I made all my basic ones, my eye and my dental and and things like that because it had been, God, we've been without it for a little while. And the insurance we were paying to prior was like emergency case insurance. Like this is expensive. Do not use this unless it's necessary. So we hadn't um, did our dental appointments before school and things like that. So our six months, it worked out. Um, was up this month in September. So I was so excited. I'm like, oh, this worked out perfect. So as we were, as we're getting our insurance and things back and I'm making these appointments, I'm going, okay, so I do need to do like my physical therapy for my body. I do need to do my therapist appointment. I find myself going, do I? You know what I mean? Like obviously my physical therapy I need to do, but my actual therapy I think I'm processing a lot of things right now. And I tell my friends this all the time, like you can take a break from therapy to process what's happening, to process the changes, to process um, a lot of emotions. I think one week sometimes isn't enough. I would find I would find that with myself in my therapy sessions when I would go. Sometimes when I go back the following week, I was still processing the week before because it's a lot when you unload it. You know, it's a lot when when you're discussing very deep subjects with your childhood or your family, uh, parents or siblings. Um, those are deeply wounded places that sometimes you leave not feeling so great. And it takes you a minute to pull yourself out of it and go, okay, but I discussed those feelings so that I could um, process them, you know? So that's what I am, where I'm at right now with, with my home and things like that. Like I'm still waking up in the middle of the night metaphorically and going, oh my God, where am I? Because I rearranged my room. I'm still like that with therapy right now and with, um, with redoing my home. I'm still in my zone of, okay, I'm processing so many feelings. And I think it's a really good thing. And my girlfriend, she's doing the same thing right now, just going through her things. And she just redid her living room and they're redoing their laundry room right now. 
Um, and she's like, there's just so much going on and it's very overwhelming. They got hardwood in their home, um, this past week and her house was in chaos for about five or six days. And she has three children and a husband and she is a very busy mom. And she was texting me every day going, oh my gosh, like this is so obnoxious. Like I don't feel in my right space. And it really does. I was like, you know, messy house, messy mind. Like that's how you feel. So that's my goal for you guys this week. And make that list. Not necessarily like I know it's an overwhelming process. Don't make the list to do the list. Make the list of things eventually you'd like to get to. Tie it in with the importance of it to your mind. Like I said, my biggest hurdle in my entire house was my closet because clothes to me tied into memories, tied into important times, tied into events, tied into why I bought this, when I bought this, with who I bought this. Like it was a very strange tie-in, but I tied it into that. You know, I tied it into to people and family and and friends and events I'd been through and people I'd been with. And I mean, I was still, I still had clothes from my ex, my exes. You know, when I was with them, um, and things like that. And I and I did keep a couple things. Um, I call it my memory drawer. My husband and I both have one, which is funny. Like I literally still have my gym uniform from high school and I keep, you know, a couple of my son's major milestone things. Or when I went on one of my first favorite vacations, which was with my ex, I went on an amazing vacation somewhere that was absolutely beautiful. And I bought some shirts there and I kept them and I still wear them and I still think of those times. It doesn't mean that you have to get rid of everything of significance to you, but it means that you get rid of things that serve you no purpose anymore. Like if that vacation had been bad or if, you know, high school had been just a daunting experience and somebody and I had a bad experience in that gym uniform, throw them away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like don't hang on to things that don't bring you the joy. Those things bring me joy because they were significant times in my life and I hold them very dear. And there was a time in my life where I didn't appreciate those moments. I didn't appreciate um, high school. I don't think a lot of us did. I didn't appreciate past relationships because I just wanted to get past them. Like now I find the thankfulness in all my experiences and have nothing but love for all these situations and so I do want to hold on to certain things. And same with my husband. It's funny. He hangs on to his thing is like, <laughs> it's funny, but like past jobs. He loved every single job he'd ever worked. He said at the time I hated them, like loathed them. Like my stomach hurt on my way driving to them. Like I hated them. He's like, but looking back, you know, as an adult, of course I hated them. I was a teenager and a lot of them. He's like, but he grew with this one company. It had become like four different places. So they had like so many different shirts. He's like, oh, remember when it was this when we first got together? And then it was this when this guy took over. And then it was this when I took over and the, or, you know, was a part of it. And then it was this when I moved across the street. And I was just dying laughing because I was like, oh my gosh, like we've been through so much. And so it's so funny when you do clean I always think of Eminem, like me, true 90s baby, um, cleaning out my closet. <laughs> Anyways, I hate saying it because that's all I think of. But it really is. It's uh, 
It's taking these memories and placing them somewhere special in a special drawer, in a special tote. And it's putting those memories, just like everything else, in a certain compartment in your mind. And your home can do that for you. And a lot of people will ask, you know, how they can start with loving yourself or clearing your mental space or sorting your mind. And really, I really think it's your space. I think that's a big deal. If you can't do the hard conversations yet, if you can't do the phone calls with people, if you can't do, you know, the social outings, um, if you can't cut off certain relationships because you're not there yet, do your space, you know, do your space. Nobody's there. Nobody can tell you what to do because it's your space or, you know, whether it's your home or your room or your apartment or wherever, it's your space and it deserves a clean, fresh start every once in a while. You know, we all do, like I said, we do the basic cleaning, you know, the basic, the basic mind skills. We do basic meditation. We do yoga. Sometimes we listen to podcasts. That's basic cleaning. That's your everyday dishes. What about the deep stuff? What about the closets? What about the junk drawer? What about the cabinets that nobody looks in? What about that stuff? That's that's the rooted issues. So that's that's my thoughts this week is really make up that list and and set that for yourself. What has been what you've always wanted to do? What's that daunting project? Like I said for me it was my closet. What is it? And what could that what does that bring out in you? What do you associate that with? What are you scared of of tackling that? And, you know, the length of time people go, oh my God, I was putting it off so long, Sarah. And it only took me 30 minutes. I'm like, I know. (laughs) I've been there. I put things off for years. (laughs) Like I really did. I put things off for years that took a matter of an hour. And it's so crazy. It's so crazy. It is funny though, because I feel like people do hold a significance to things differently. Um, Like Brett and my son are very different. Like if I didn't clean this house when they were gone, like they go through things. Like as I'm like putting things in bags, I would like double knot it or else they were going to go through it. Like Brett came in when I was doing the kitchen and I'd thrown away some Tupperware. We all have that Tupperware that we're like, there is no lid for this. I looked everywhere. This is garbage. This is no good. This is stained, whatever. It was literally Tupperware. And he's like, is that Tupperware in there? I was like, well, yeah. He's like, is, is it bad? Is it broken? I don't understand. I'm like, no, it's just not useful for us. Like, and he's like, it's still in one piece. You could use foil over it. I'm like, no, 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 no. We have plenty of Tupperware in there with perfectly good lids. It's good. And he's like, oh, I just, I don't know. What else is in there? I'm like, get out of my kitchen. (laughs) Get out of the kitchen because I'm telling you right now, if you didn't see that Tupperware, you wouldn't even know it was missing. And that's how I tie in so many of my thoughts. You know, if I didn't, if I didn't have certain triggers or certain things, like I wouldn't even know they were there. A lot of people don't even notice certain thoughts because they don't have those things that they see that remind them of it. So that for him, it just made me laugh. And same with my son. He, every time he can't find something now, he'll come up to me. Did you throw it away? And 
Brett's always like, probably like I'm known as like the throw out queen. Like if it is out in my face or you haven't used it in like a week, it's going to go in the garbage. (laughs) I need a clean home. I need a clean mind and everything has to be um, in order almost. Now I'm not like this psycho person who's constantly going around with a duster. Like we, my home does get messy. We do have days where, you know, everything is chaotic and crazy, but when it's time to get it back in order, everything has its place. There are going to be times where your mind and your home are chaotic and crazy and things are not where they're supposed to be. And that's okay too. So please remember that even for women on our on our monthly cycles, I know every man just cringed. Get over yourself. Um, my hormones are freaking insane. Like, I can want to divorce you, murder you, love you, um, throw you out a window, never see you again, go to a hotel room, like, threaten your life. Like, I go through these emotions of, and just like, not even towards people, like, towards myself, like, oh, you're worthless, or oh, I just have these crazy mood swings, or I'm sad, or I, you know, don't want to do anything. I feel lazy. My back hurts. Like I go through these modes of just pure, like depressive state. And I do remind myself, this is only going to last a day or two. This is only going to last a day or two. I have it marked on my app. Like I keep track of everything because again, I'm an organized person (laughs) and I write every symptom I have, how close to my cycle I am, because I think a lot of um, people, struggle with these emotions and they don't tie them to something they have to be tied to something you don't usually feel certain ways for no reason whether it's your diet or exercise or your monthly period um, or your household or the people that you're surrounding yourself with something is tied to something somewhere because we're meant to be happy we're meant to um, tackle goals we're meant to be strong human beings so usually when that is you know, frayed a little bit, there's something tying into it somewhere and you really have to search. It's like in movies where somebody starts pulling a rope out of the water and you're like, keep pulling. Like it's there for some reason. And usually there's nothing at the end in the movies. But for me, (laughs) for me, there's always something at the end. Um, Keep pulling that rope because you're going to find where the chaos in your mind is coming from. There is a reason Okay, and a lot of people, you know, even imbalances and things like that, it started somewhere. It started somewhere where you have these feelings or you have these thoughts or you have these imbalances or, you know, getting your hormones checked and things like that. You can request these things because you are in charge of your mental health. You're in charge of your home. You're in charge of your space. You're in charge of the people you allow in your space. Um, sorry, this episode is not about other people. It's about us. <sighs> Anyways... <laughs> So yes, so that's what I really want you working on this week is your space. And whether it's making a list room by room like I did, like literally it took me forever to make my list because I would start in one room and I would just pick it apart with like a fine tooth comb. Like literally even in my bathroom, there was probably like 30 things I wanted to change. And it didn't all have to cost money, whether it was cleaning my baseboards or repainting my baseboards. Like we un nailed every single piece of trim very carefully so it didn't break to paint it and I did I did slap a fresh coat of paint in my bathroom and I bought some new tile or whatnot but nothing has to cost money or it doesn't have to be expensive it can just be new to you it can be different to you and you know I wanted to redo my floors or I you know wanted to 
um, restain my windowsill. And there were little tiny things that I got to week to week. I'm like, oh, we can spare like $20 this week. That's that's what I'm going to limit myself to. I'm going to do $20. I'm going to buy that, you know, that organizer for my kitchen that I wanted in the drawer. And I'm going to get that stain for the window. Like that was my process. But then there are weeks where you don't have to spend money. I'm just organizing my kitchen. I'm just organizing uh, my son's room. I'm just cleaning this space. I wanted to move this couch to clean under it. And this week, my um, my goal for today, I'm going to steam clean my furniture. It needs it so bad because I'm a terrible parent and I let my child eat on my couch. And <laughs> I noticed the other day there was like these little dark spots, like just like little, almost like a raindrop. I was like, what is that? And I was like, I bet that's syrup from his waffles because awesome for me, right? And then I remember back when we had COVID, uh, my son set a popsicle on my ottoman and there's a tiny little pink stain from where it melted and got tipped that of course, I mean, is dried in there now, but I totally put a blanket over it because it's just, it's subtle. (laughs) But yeah, so you make your little goals for yourself that are inexpensive and you tie them to these to these significant things in your life that make you feel better so when you walk in you want to keep opening and closing the door because this is your space this is fresh this is what you have control over this is what you love to do you know have you heard the news spotify has amazing new ways to listen to your favorite music and podcasts Be sure to turn on your notifications for loving yourself completely and never miss an episode. Download Spotify today for free. And one last thing, you know, make sure you're mindful when you're doing these things. I don't want you running around like a chicken with your head cut off like Sarah said I have to get rid of this and I have to go through this. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is if you're still feeling a chaos within you that isn't related to people, what's going on in your space? What's going on around you that maybe has an influence, even just a small influence on how you're feeling that day? Personally, for me, mine is like, if I wake up to my home being a bit not the way I like it, it kind of starts my day a little funny. Is Does it ruin my day? Absolutely not. But it might start it a little, mm, you know, so like what kind of space am I waking up to? That's, that's you know, the, the regular clean. That's like me waking up to, you know, no dishes in the sink, my pillows on the couch being organized. That kind of stuff makes me happy. And I make sure that stuff's done before I go to bed. You know, that when I get up in the morning with my son for school, everything is in its place. We get lunches ready the night before, clothes ready the night before. Like we're very, um, that sets my day well. But if I don't do that, am I going to be a whole hot mess the whole next day? No, because I don't put that amount of pressure on myself. I don't allow myself to to put that high of a standard on my days because we're all going to have days where that stuff's just not done. You don't feel good. You get home late. You work. Do you, you know, you had a rough day. You're your child's busy. You're going to sports like you're going to have days where not everything gets done and that's okay. But having the mentality that maybe if I'm sitting here on my day off or my, 
you know, couple hours I get to myself sometimes <laughs> towards the end of the night and I feel like doing something. There's no pressure, but what drawer can you go through? What thing can you organize for your life? What's that thing you've been putting off for so long? Because part of this journey is tackling the things you've been putting off, setting the boundaries you haven't been creating, doing the things, doing the work. This is all about putting in the work. And now the work has come to you. What work needs to be done on yourself? Not with other people. We're not blaming other people. We're not setting boundaries with other people this week. We're working on ourselves. Whether you want to be meditating or doing yoga, whatever. Let's put that off the table right now. This is your home. This is your space. What are we doing? Okay? And every single person right now listening, I bet you have that one thing in your home, in your room, whatever, that you've been putting off. I want it done. (laughs) No pressure. No, I'm just kidding. No, but seriously, whether it's this week or next week, like find a time and go, okay, so whatever it is, it's not going to take long and I can do this or at least make the list and look at that list every day and picture how you're going to get it done. Holding yourself up to certain standards and certain goals, like that's good for you. That's good for you. Set those things every single day. I think we've talked about this before at the end of my night, every night with my family. You know, we talk about our favorite parts of the day. We talk about what we're thankful for, who we're appreciative of that day. And then the very last thing we do is hopes and goals what our hopes are for the next day, and what our goals are, what we hope will happen, what we are going to make happen. You know what I mean? And then we do our prayers and we go to bed. But every day can be something very small. My son's last night was, I hope I have a good day tomorrow because it's the first day back to school, of course. And he said, and my goal He said, my goal is to make sure I eat all my dinner because we always give him like a hard time, like eating all his dinner, making sure all your vegetables are gone, whatever. So it was something, it doesn't have to be this massive thing, but you need to start holding yourself accountable in your mind and what you're surrounding it with and being grateful and your gratitude and really showing up for yourself that you are enough. And telling yourself you're enough and making sure that you know you're enough and you deserve, you deserve to live a happy, healthy, organized life. You deserve to have places in your mind for all the things you don't really want to, you know, remember, but they have their place and process them. They need their own space. And then also you need your happy space. You deserve that. They don't, you don't deserve to have them mixed in. You don't deserve to be having a great day and then all of a sudden it hits you that, you know, 20 years ago, you know, this childhood trauma or five years ago, this terrible abusive relationship. You don't deserve that. They don't get to mix together. Separate them, organize them, put them in a drawer, clean out your closet, like get these things organized. And it starts in your space. So... Let's get that done this week. I know. I sound so like, huh? <laughs> I'm so sick. I'm so sorry. I probably sound like just a full-blown, terrible person right now. Ugh. All right, you guys. Have an amazing week. Continue loving yourself completely in your space, okay? Okay? Message me at lovingyourselfcompletely at gmail.com. Have an amazing day, an amazing week. I hope that this week flies by because it's short, but 
Uh, usually they drag on with their shorts. <laughs> and I'm going to go clean my space. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Goodbye.